Hello, I am Trey Ratcliffe, and welcome to my rather unusual podcast I call Walk and Talk with Trey. The show is mostly about creativity and consciousness, but the conversation often delves into other far-flung erudite subjects, and there's plenty of silly stuff to balance all that out. All of these were originally recorded on a 360-degree video camera that shoots in 5.7K. I hold it in front of me while I walk and talk with interesting people. You're now listening to the audio version that is more convenient in many situations, but keep in mind, you can always jump over to YouTube and watch the 361 too. It's fun because you can move the camera all around. If you get tired of watching me blab away, just move the camera around and look at all the beautiful scenery around us. Note that the show is ad-free. If you like it, then I have something fun you can do. I have this members-only section of the blog called the Stuck in Customs Passport. You can get there by going to stuckincustoms.com passport. For just the cost of a few cups of coffee per month, you can support the show and get access to over 100 different videos. These are inspirational videos, how-to videos, and filled with all sorts of mind vitamins. My goal with all these things is to spread consciousness and fun and love around the world. Maybe that sounds silly to you, but I hope it doesn't. Anyway, please come subscribe. I appreciate you. And now for something completely different. This is, I think, my first and maybe only podcast (laughs) about interior design. Okay, I ended up at this really cool place in the Bay of Islands near Russell on the North Island of New Zealand called Donkey Bay. It's got a weird name, but it's super awesome. It's a very exclusive hotel. I think they only have four rooms and it is so lavishly decorated. It's hard to explain. It's almost like you're in a time machine or in this uh, Alice in Wonderland kind of place. Um, Quirky, unique, beautiful. And this interview is with the interior designer, Patrick Crenshaw. So how did I meet this character? Well, one of my best friends here in New Zealand is a guy named David Maxwell. He runs a um, kind of elite travel company, high-end travel company called Eighth Wonder Travel. And he often gets us hooked up into all these really cool resorts and things all around the world. And so he goes, hey, come up to this place, Donkey Bay. It's amazing. And he was there with me. And just coincidentally, his half-brother is Patrick Crenshaw, and he was the interior designer for this place. So I thought it seemed like the perfect opportunity to use my 360 camera. You guys go watch that YouTube version of it. You can have a look around this incredible place as he he talks about. We talk about the the language of interior design. I try to get into his head a little bit to figure out, you know, how he came to know textures and color and cool and warm and what goes together and storytelling with interior design. Uh, just really interesting. This is, um, well, now that I say this, actually, I enjoyed the talk so much, maybe it won't be my last talk with an interior designer um, because, you know, they just think differently than, than me or most people, really, I guess. Um, anyway, enjoy this. Um, I hope you get some insights and some inspiration. This is one heck of a cool dude. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 1 of a show I like to call Walking Through Donkey Bay with Interior Designers. How are you? Very well, thank you. What's your well. name? Patrick. Hello, Patrick. Patrick Crawshaw. You're an awesome dude. Thank Let's you. go through your creation here. I've stayed here only one night, and I'm so impressed. Can I just say that when I first came here, that um, 
this tunnel sort of represented Alice in Wonderland in a way. Oh. And it's like going down a rabbit, a rabbit hole. hole. And so that was a bit of the inspiration. Well, that was a lot of the inspiration for the Alice in Wonderland, Salvador Dali, sort of surreal. Um, that now that you say that, it makes a lot of sense. Design that it took upon, you know, that took upon, you know, that it became. And so, it is like going into, down a rabbit hole almost. And it's, it, it plays that really clever architectural uh, clever idea of constricting you mm. and then opening up the space and then constricting the space and opening it up again. Oh, so smart. it has this effect on, on your, the way you feel when you pull people into a tiny space and then take them to a large open space. That's true, because you do feel like, especially when we go inside, you feel like you're in a, a fantasy world. Like you're in a dream. Yeah, that's the like idea. a living, waking dream. You, I wanted to create um, a, a place that you came to stay when you felt that you'd, you'd woken from a dream. Right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of waking from a dream, welcome. Uh, this is David Maxwell, your amazing half-brother. My friend, I like to call it the perfect human homo erectus. <laughs> you How are you doing? Yeah, Dave, what's the name of this place? Uh, this is Donkey Bay, yeah. designed by Patrick, of course. But... Thank you for bringing it back. <laughs> if you guys want to go to places like this, just look at the links down below. Eighth Wonder Travel. It's all because of Dave. Hi, bro. It's all because of your brother that I met you. Yes, quite. Yeah, yeah it is. Okay, let's it's walk all around. It's connect, all connected. It's all connected. Yeah. I'm going to ask you some questions. Yes. Would you gents like a drink? There's some kombucha in the Oh, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chardonnay for you. I'll have kombucha and then chardonnay. Okay. Not combined. Not combined. That, that would <laughs> be weird. Um, yeah, so, so I have lots of dumb questions about interior design. Mm -hmm. I hope it's okay if I ask you. Of course. Fire away. So, do you, no, you go. I was going to say, where, where do you find stuff like this? If you want to get like three theater seats and put them in the lobby. Well, I suppose that the thing about design is it, it's, it's about uh, travel and it's about... Uh, so I've spent my whole life just looking. When I travel, I always look for things that I can, I, I might find, I, I might work in a design. And they have these lives that eventually end up in a place, and they might come back to me, or I buy them, and I sell them, or I might store them. So they go all over the place. So these, for instance, these theatre seats, I picked up at an auction a long time ago, and they're from His, Maj His Majesty's Theatre in London. And so they've got this story behind them. And then I lugged them all around the world, and then you get sick of lugging them around. And so they ended up at Donkey Bay. So it's sort of a, yeah, it's a, those trunks were the same. I found those trunks all over the world. And mm -hmm. they, um, and then other things I've found quite recently that just work all together. So it's like having a library of stuff and then you just, it just all comes together. You put it together and you think, I've got those amazing theatre seats that would work really well there, and you just place them there. They, they, it involves a lot of placement, movement, taking things out, because you've got to get the balance right. It's all about balance and complexity. And it is all about balance. There's a lot of things going on. <laughs> Sym symmetry, it's about symmetry, it's about elegance. There's you know, so many things that you have to nail. So, how did you... How did you come to understand like texture and color and warm colors and cool colors and what goes together and what because this is like an aesthetic language that most people don't understand but how did, how did you come to know it internally? Oh, I think I always had it when I was young 
uh, when I was young, but I didn't have the maturity to understand it, I suppose. And the more design you do, that you just get better. It's like any job, you know, mm. you get better and better at it. And you make lots of mistakes along the way. You're always making mistakes. Um, fortunately, you can some you can correct them in design. You can see them straight away, and and then you have that knowledge to to be able to enhance and get better and better and better. And then you understand the the you design. Oh, thank thank you. you. You you well, you, under, you, under, you start to understand depth as well, and then the depth of design, and then. Recently, I've discovered that you can, you know, you can hit the souls of people um, mm -hmm. by doing certain things, and then you go, you know, quite deep into design when, when you sort of figure that out. I think that seems to be the, a great insight in that with artists, if you can get really deep into their soul, um, then you're in it. And like you can help change their life and make their life happier and more full of love. Yeah, well, it's about it's it's what art ought to do. It ought to art ought to hit you emotionally, and it, mm. it ought to go right into your soul. And whether it's photography or whether it's painting or sculpture or design, mm. that's what it's that's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to touch us, in a, a, and you know, and great architecture does that. It well. does. So, like this peacock over here. Like, let's say that I was designing a, an amazing place like Donkey Bay and I wanted a, a giant peacock. Mm -hmm. Where do you even find something like that? An auction or I where? got that in a, in a junk shop in Auckland, of all places. And it always been, I, I, I always look out for them because they're so beautiful and the colors are so beautiful. Um, but uh, they're, they're wild in northern New Zealand. So oh. that I could, if I wanted more, I could now actually get one. Um, because they're, they're actually a pest up here. Um, so farmers are shooting them, sadly, being such beautiful creatures. It's a beautiful pest. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. But then I don't think there's no such thing as a pest. But that's, I agree that's with that. That's another story yeah. altogether. Um, and then the taxidermist, you know, you could get a taxidermist to do it. Um, that's, a, that's an old one, and I prefer to buy old ones. I think it's a little bit more mm -hmm. appropriate. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And so I notice, like, out here, let's jump outside, and then we'll end up, um, I mean, there's so many cool rooms here. We'll end, we'll end in my room and then go outside. But oh, that door seems to be... So I notice you kind of have, like, a real, like, comfortable, comfy zone, like, leisure and relaxation. I, I sense a lot of that around here. Well, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Donkey, it, it was, you, it was, you like you're waking up in a dream mm. so a dream is about comfort it, it's yeah. about bed it's about feeling relaxed it's about you know that morning when you, you know, wake up and you're sort of half in consciousness half yeah. out of consciousness that was the moment that i was trying to recreate and that's about comfort as well but it's also about statements um because you get both in your dreams you know it's it's that in there is that sofas mm. Not the most comfortable thing in the world, <laughs> but it looks incredible. But then you've got comfort out here. And also, I think it's good with a, a designed to have lots of different zones and mm. spaces that mm -hmm. you can go to because the light changes throughout the day, the temperature changes, the wind changes. So, you know, this might be lovely in the morning, but the courtyard's much better in the afternoon. So it's important to have all these different spaces. 
So what you said about like this state between dreaming and being awake, that's mm-hmm. my favorite time. It doesn't last long. It might only last like five minutes or ten minutes, yeah, but that's kind time. of like when I get some of my best ideas. Yeah. But sometimes the ideas aren't that good, right? Yeah. But sometimes like if you have an idea and you kind of ruminate on it for a while, maybe after ten minutes or half an hour, an hour, you're like, that was a good idea. And you start emailing people with your idea. And if they agree it's a good idea, like that's but it's so strange that like this is such a small part of your day where you can generate great ideas. Yeah, it's, it's a tiny sort of um, shot that you get. Mm-hmm. I, I, get I've, so I wake up in, at three in the mornings mm-hmm. a lot and, and these ideas come into, mm-hmm. come into my mind and I write them down now because they go, but you know, once they're in there and you, by the time you wake up in the morning, they've gone, you can't remember them. So now I have a book by my bedside and I write all these things down. You have to write them down. I was bad to begin yeah. with, but yeah. they have actually, I've implemented a lot of them and they work. So it's, uh, it's quite a good sort of thing to do. If, if you do wake up at three in the morning with all sorts of I've done something very similar. I try this. There's this drug called DMT, which is the active ingredient in ayahuasca. Mm. It lasts about 15 minutes, mm. but you go into like this total dream state. Mm. And so when I come out of it, I have my laptop and I start writing down all my thoughts, everything I saw, because it does it does fade away like a dream. Yeah. And so it, it it is good to write these ideas down because they do. Well, it's a, it's a fade. direct it's a direct link to consciousness mm. and your imagination. Mm. So it's pure. It's, it's so pure. Before the lights of the day come on and all the distractions and the phones and everything right. starting going, you it's know, it's pure consciousness. Such a pure link to consciousness. I get it. Mm. So, what was the impetus with the idea behind this awesome library room? Well, of course, the library was already here, and and, and these these shelves were here, which is so beautiful. Um, and then Antonio and I worked together and we, we wanted to put, uh, create a gallery mm-hmm. here as well. So all his art, he, this was all his artwork and we just put it all around the walls. And then mm-hmm. I had this idea about putting a spiral. So I've always loved these Victorian spiral staircases. It's so beautiful. And they're, they're sculptures in themselves. And so I thought it would be, it needed just a, a bit of a statement in mm-hmm. here. So the, the spiral staircase went in. Where did that we come going from? To put a, big portrait of Winston Churchill above that desk that, that never eventuated, <laughs> smoking a big fat cigar. That's what he did. He, that's all he did, smoke yeah, cigars and have amazing quotes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. a quote machine. Make incredible speeches yeah. and get a country through uh, a terrible time. Um, Do you have a favorite Churchill quote, by the way? If you're going through hell, just keep going and going and going because you'll that's eventually come out the other side. If you keep going. My favorite... Churchill it's very quote. dogmatic. It's, but it is dogmatic. Yeah. It's very British though. Yes, it is. Mine but is keep like, stuff up about it. You know, don't tell anybody you're going through hell. Well, you must have gone through this because you were raised, obviously, in the UK and. Well, yeah, you get that. You get that stiff up a little. Um, it's just yeah. DNA sort yeah. of stuff. You know, you don't. Mm. You keep your emotions to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, most, most people do. Oneself. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to anymore. No, That's kind no. of like the way people used to live. Now you just tell people what you think. I think yeah, I think it's a nice way to, yeah. to live. Because nobody needs to hear about your, you know. Yeah. It's this private matter. I understand. Okay, anyway, let's, we digress. We digress. Uh, where, did, where did this come from? Uh, this where came do you from buy in, This came from India. Oh. I, I imported this from India. Yeah. Wow. And it's a particularly, I mean, the, the, the detail... 
the way it's been done is beautiful. Yeah. It arrived in all these pieces and it had to be put together and it had lots missing from it. And it was a bit of a nightmare, but it, it was worth, you know, all the hard slog and work. And so you said it took a, a year and a half? I, I, my room is super messy, I'm sorry. This yeah. should be a clean room. Uh, the, but the initial design took about I had five months that we had to get this place up and running mm. for uh, the summer season up mm. here. So we had a very short time to get it up and running. And then there was a period after that where uh, we constantly improved and improved and improved and improved. Uh, and, and that's design. You know, you just keep going on and refining and refining and refining. And it just it goes on. And, on. and you could spend 20 years here. You know, just, uh, but there are other things to do, so it's, yeah. um, it's quite a talent that you have. Um, you know, I think a, a lot of people think that when you're an artist, that one kind of talent is somehow translatable to another kind of like, you can take photos, you can paint, or do interior design, but they're all completely different disciplines. They are very different. The only thing I've, been man I've managed to cross over is garden design. Hmm. So... If you can do interior design, I, I find you can do garden design as well because the principles are the same, and they're just rooms really. They're just ex they're exterior rooms instead of interior rooms, um, and more fun because you've got you're working with nature. Na nature's dictating to you mm -hmm. as opposed to the other way around. So right. nature will tell you. Uh, if a plant is not going to grow, or if she is, you know, it's going to grow, or if it likes it there, or and, and you've had much more scope with um, garden design as well. But it, the principles are the same. It is. How did you become? Here, we'll go over here. We'll end over here. How did you become so like philosophical about these things? Do you have any philosophers you would recommend? Or well, the great Alan Watts. Alan Watts. He's a man. Start, he's. I mean, just he's listen, just listening to him. Mm -hmm. Is a, is a joy, yeah. never mind the words that come out of his mouth. Right. Um, Eckhart Tolle, I love Eckhart Tolle. I think he's a great... Um, I, I know he changed both of our lives. Yeah, he did, quite dramatically, mm -hmm. quite dramatically. Um, those would be the two, yeah, those would be the two main ones that have changed my life, I'd say. Yes, I recommend them also. Um, anyway, thank you for this beautiful creation. You're very welcome. It's, it's fantastic. You're right? very welcome. I, I see, I see little details. I'm not sure everyone sees what I see in the details, and I bet you see even more than I see, but I want to thank you for your Oh, you're very here. welcome. I'm so pleased you like it. And, and yeah, it, you see a lot more. I mean, it's the sort of place that you could spend three days and just taking things in, and uh, there's a lot to take in. So, the, uh, Do you have one final insight about the creative process and how like it, it's a struggle, but in the end everything comes out okay? Um, I think if you don't push things, they just come naturally to you, and and that's a life lesson. You you have to trust. You know, you have to have it's that word of faith, isn't it? You have to have faith that things will just come to you. And then when you open up those doors and have that faith, that process just life becomes very easy. Design becomes very everything becomes easy because it's just presented to you. Right. You just got to find the right path to go down. You know. And I think. It's a good idea to go into it with like a sense of fearlessness, yeah, without any fear to, in your heart. Yeah, and just, and like the universe does bring the right people into your life at the right time, and the right projects into your life at the right time, and everything just tends to work out. But I think fear tends to be the enemy of that. 
Oh, absolutely. You have to take fear out of the equation mm. altogether and the ego as well. Right. They both have to be completely annihilated. Yeah. And that is. is easier said than done. That's a yeah. really, it's a lifetime sort of it ambition, is. I suppose. And that's another reason to read Eckhart Tolle. Yes, yeah. He, he teaches put, you how to, yeah. to, to do that and gives you the, the tools. Okay, I'll put links that. to that book and I'll put links to Dave's stuff and everything in the links. So go read that, go on your own exploration and... Hey, come here to Donkey Bay. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. All right, bye guys. I love bye you. Bye bye. Chapelle.